1: it why don't you go for it sure welcome back to the stars made me do it it is time for venus and capricorn how's it going
0: you know i'm excited about venus and capricorn and i just i mean i'm always excited for anything capricorn but i'm excited mm. to talk about venus and capricorn because i think that like many capricorn placements it gets this like just hard ass you know, unfun energy, which like, to be fair, Mm. is warranted sometimes, but I'm really excited to like dive into the Venus part of Capricorn because it's something that I think isn't as obvious. And when we start talking about it and diving into it, really cool revelations come out of it as opposed to a sign that feels like very, oh, yes, of course, Libra, you know, Venus or, you know, something like that. It just, it's going to be cool to dive into.
1: I just really appreciate these episodes that we do once a month of going like getting into a placement and discussing it because even even though we do obviously go through each sign every year like we talked about Capricorn energy last year but it just develops and it evolves and it's so fun to just see exactly what comes out of the discussion for the day, yes. you know?
0: Yes. Yeah. And I always, I mean, I relate to so many things and when we're in the season of it, you know, we're all relating to that energy, whether or not it is Venus or we have that natal placement. But with, with Capricorn, I have so much Capricorn that even though mm. I don't have Venus in Capricorn, I have my moon is in Capricorn, which emotions and giving and receiving of love overlap in many ways, you know, yeah. and so I I relate to so much of this Venus and Capricorn information. And then I also with my person, you know, with my husband, I have we have Venus and Capricorn as a composite. And so I was thinking mm. about that and I or I was just starting to think about that. And I'm excited to kind of have that lens as we discuss this to see how that shows up. So that's just a reminder for any of these Venus episodes. I know I've said it before, but check you know what your composite Venus is with the people in your life because Mm -hmm. that's a really cool thing like I've got Sagittarius Venus natally he's got Aquarius Venus natally but when we come together we have this Capricorn Venus and that's a totally different energy from both of us separately so it's really cool to see how that shows up when you approach something as a
1: unit you know yeah, that's really interesting. Also, pay attention if you've got Venus in the 10th house, which if you listen to last month's episode, you know, I said I have Venus in the ninth, but that's in Placidus. And in whole sign, I do have <laughs> Venus in the 10th. so And I'm a flip flopper when it comes to the housing system. So uh, I, I'm curious to see what I do relate to or what I don't relate to. Uh, but anyway, how do you feel about Capricorn season? First of all, I feel kind of phony because we're 100% recording this during Sagittarius season, but um, happy holidays. We've been busy. And so, yeah, we were, we took a Capricorn approach and we prepared. Front loaded. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Front loading. <laughs> so uh, I know Capricorn season's a big yoga like time for you, but what, how do you feel with uh, Capricorn season approaching?
0: Yeah, it is a big yoga time for me. It's funny how that seems to be my theme is that's when I feel like I really need to tap back into yoga and sometimes Mm -hmm. it lasts longer than Capricorn season and sometimes it doesn't. Um, But it's a really good reset for me. And man, I love Capricorn season. I love Capricorn season because it's that whole time of Sagittarius into Capricorn, and those are my two stelliums, and so I feel like I really yeah. get to just appreciate being surrounded by the energy that I naturally feel every day. The hustle and bustle yeah. of holiday time is my normal internal like mode, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's always how I'm functioning is like, what's the plan? What are the steps to get there? How do we make it efficient? We need to remove emotion from this right now because we need to make sure that we achieve everything. And it just seems like Mm. that is, you know, where everybody is forced to be during, you know, Capricorn season. And also the concept for me that people aren't just constantly moving through life with goals in mind is very hard to think about and so it seems like the whole idea that new year's resolutions and while i'm not somebody who's like you i don't make ginormous new year's resolutions because i feel like i'm making them every day of my life but yeah i i think that it's so cool that we get this you know halfway through capricorn season reset of hey new year what do I want to plan for? And I really yeah. love the idea that everybody is in this goal setting mode. And I don't know, it also seems like, you know, if you're a tarot person, the hermit card, it like relates to a lot of different zodiac signs, a lot of the times Virgo, but also Capricorn. And I think that the hermit energy of, hey, I'm in my cave, I'm on a quest, I'm not doing nothing, but I need to kind of be settled down in my own energy in order to do what's Working for
1: me right now and that I'm here for. That is what really came through because there's like so many things about Capricorn that are so widely known like their ambition and their kind of cold like uh, goal setting like very removed from emotion but Capricorn also is a sign it's an earth sign it needs to ground and I, I always kind of need an extra push to remind myself that Capricorn is connected to the earth and is connected to mother nature just as much as any other earth sign is even though they do obviously seek higher success and when we look at that in a more like anthropological place when we are looking at human nature success equals money so like we always look at capricorn as being a really greedy sign or um like just being that goal oriented but they're also in need of grounding or they're a good source of grounding
0: yeah yeah there's you know In order to make a plan, in order to have a successful venture, you know, you have to Mm -hmm. have the knowledge and understanding and connection to your resources, whatever that is. And often it ends up being money. And often the goal ends up being money with Capricorn, Mm -hmm. you know, minded things. It's such a business energy. And we're going to look at that through the lens of Venus, which is very interesting to combine those energies together. But it's so true that, you know, Capricorn has to have such a grounded awareness in order to best approach whatever goals it's setting itself up for and so that is a all types of resources it doesn't just have to be the you know the money part of it but what you know earth signs are also connected to the body and so it's like what can my (laughs) what can i handle and capricorn Mm -hmm. always has a tendency to think they can handle more than or you know what capricorn can handle more but it's a good reminder of that self-care that needs to come in with Capricorn because they are always taking on more and more and I remember that Martha said this back and I think it was the Capricorn Moon episode that Capricorn is like the skeleton because it's the structure and it's like what's left mm-hmm. behind when everything else, you know, fades away and decays and I love that for thinking about Capricorn like we can't do anything with our it bodies. Without yeah. our, like, you know, skeleton structure. Yes. And that is the thing that lives on.
1: Mm-hmm. And the the whole unfun aspect of Capricorn, it's just such a realistic sign. So to some, it could be unfun. But with Capricorn, it's like, no, these are the facts. And I'm not trying to paint a pretty, you know, I'm not trying to paint it. So it looks really pretty or whatever. And like looking at New Year being in Capricorn season, especially when looking at like the way businesses operate, they're looking at their last year. They're seeing what worked. They're looking at their profit and loss. They're looking at what didn't work. And then they're making goals based off of that. So they have to review the fact and the um, black and white information of what has occurred in the past in order to create realistic goals for the future.
0: Yeah, there's... There's a refreshing element about that where it's it's not it's not promising anything unrealistic in that way, but it has mm-hmm. high expectations at the same time. And if you think it has of high it, standards, it has high standards. And yeah, yep, that is a big note for any Capricorn placement. But that's going to mm-hmm. come into play when it comes to relationships since we're dealing with. Venus here. And thinking mm-hmm. of it as like its its counterpart, it's, you know, sister sign of cancer and cancer being like the nurturing, taking care of all of the emotional needs. And then Capricorn mm-hmm. being there for the practical needs. We can think of that as being, you know, quote unquote, less romantic, but there okay. is such a appreciation to that because if a Capricorn person, you know, a Capricorn heavy person loves you, they want you to be taken care of. And, you know, cancer energy is taken care of in an emotional way. Capricorn energy is taken care of in a practical way. Like I showed up for you. I made yeah. sure that you had what you needed. And so there's a lot of that that we'll be coming up with during this yeah. Venus chat.
1: Yeah, definitely. Where the emotional needs don't seem as important as the physical or tangible needs. Yeah. So like taking care of you from a Venus and Capricorn standpoint looks very different from like Venus and Cancer, or Venus and Pisces. Also, for anybody who does have Venus in Capricorn, because this Venus is ruled by Saturn, this placement usually indicates a really slow burn in relationships, and also a need for patience when it comes to seeking a life partner, if that's something you want, you know, if you live a monogamous lifestyle, and you really want to find the one, you know, in quotes, it takes a little bit longer Venus in Capricorn asks for patience. And also to look at your Saturn placement, I mean, like we say with every one of these episodes, look at the ruler, the dispositor of this Venus placement, and that'll give you a little bit more uh, clarification on your relationships.
0: Yeah, and something to go along with that, because on the other side of, you know, Saturn always ruling delays, and so it might be the slower burn, it might take longer to find that You know, whatever that is that that Venus and Capricorn energy is seeking, but I have also read and found to be true from my, you know, just observation that all Capricorn placements, but particularly Venus and Capricorn tends to be the placement that gets younger with age. Because Mm -hmm. any Capricorn heavy placements are just like, you know, walking into life with a burden of responsibility on their shoulders (laughs) and Mm -hmm. with an understanding that we need to take things seriously and we need to make sure that everything's taken care of. And so then when you get older. You kind of already got shit taken care of and you can enjoy it more and lean into that more. So I like the idea of not only, yes, there's going to be some there's there's going to be a heaviness and there's going to be a maybe, you know, delayed gratification when it comes to Capricorn Venus. But also the older we get, the lighter we get because we've taken care of so many of those heavy energies from the get go
1: i think that depends on people's journeys though and like other placements because for some it's not about you know achieving lightness over time for like i feel like for some that venus and capricorn energy remains and they and they they're learning how to set boundaries and and maybe you know if they don't have a lot of other capricorn placements maybe they didn't like come into the world with a sense of duty and responsibility, but they're learning how to set boundaries and relationships and stuff like that. So it really depends on so many other placements.
0: I think, of course, as as always, it depends on many other placements. I think that it could just, as a general energy, show up being heavier and with time, showing up in different ways, because they're, Mm. you know, when we're when we're a child, the responsibility that we can actually have, versus when we're an adult, and have the power to have all that responsibility, if that makes sense. So I think it, it, it can show up differently with age, when we're in a position to actually hold the responsibility and do something with that responsibility.
1: This gets me thinking about at what ages do we really tap into different planets energies because for you like this is so much of your Capricorn moon experience and obviously yeah. your other Capricorn placements too but and so I think we do connect to our moon signs so much earlier on in life and it, I'm just curious like at what age do we really start to tap into our Venus energy and I think probably around adolescence and then into you know, young adult, yeah. we start to really tap into what feels good for me, what um, what sort of relationships am I seeking, how can I connect to other people, how do I connect to my creativity, getting more, uh, you know, independent when it comes to your finances and figuring out what works for you financially. But that's a whole other, that's a ramble for another that. day.
0: That is a great ramble for another day. Check out our rambles if you haven't. We've got a lot of them and they're fun. But like Mimi just mentioned, Capricorn energy in general and Venus energy in general, before we really get into all of this, Venus is all about relationships, giving and receiving love and finances, self-worth and creativity. Mm -hmm. And then we have Capricorn, our cardinal earth sign first sign of winter so it is that cardinal take charge go for it energy it is earth so it is grounded it is tangible which is why
1: they're like seen as this like greedy sign in quotes because with cardinal it's all about go-getter energy very they're starters they begin things they're leaders and then with earth it's all about what is tangible and earth rules you know like tangible like money and so obviously with uh someone who's a leader and also who's connected to money and uh the tangible goods like that's how we get to capricorn being on whatever quote unquote greedy side of the zodiac yeah yeah so whenever like and also venus being the aesthetic i was thinking about people who give me like capricorn aesthetics and and I've always like put the I'm you know I've thought about Capricorn risings in the past and but Venus and Capricorn has such a like structured I don't know badassery to it in a way there's a like, badassery it's, to it it's like if Scorpio were less of a mess no shame <laughs> to Scorpios <laughs>
0: no but you're so <laughs> right because Capricorn and Scorpio energy can be very like
1: paralleled but Scorpio... it's like, it's grungy but <laughs> yes. it has a business meeting in the morning it's classy grunge you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like professional grunge <laughs>
0: it is no it's so yeah. true and it, it's got a meeting to go to <laughs>
1: yeah literally yes. i have a board meeting to go to okay
0: but there's this, there is, I don't know, I I see so many of these posts online and everything where like Capricorn energy or Capricorn Vetus being secretly very kinky. And it's more like, mm-hmm. you know, but they, because there's so... They, they come across as business boss. I've got everything in control, but then there's this whole other side of Capricorn, the other elements that come from being a go-getter that come from being this earthy placement that come from, you know, ha- knowing what they want and having a plan to get there. And so there is this absolute badassery that comes with Capricorn in general, yeah. but Capricorn Venus aesthetic and, you know, relationship. There is such a, <laughs> yeah, it's very um it's not mysterious in the same way that Scorpio energy
1: is, but it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And this is something that we should talk about with any of the venus signs and if like if you have venus and capricorn you're like i'm not this i'm not badass i'm not a go-getter or whatever it could be that you know you're not there in connection to your venus sign yet and that's what you're seeking from your relationships and often what we seek in relationships early on is actually energy that we need to be tapping into ourselves and so mm-hmm. someone with a venus and capricorn may be seeking someone who is really successful and ambitious and will take care of the tangible things for you until you get to the point where you realize, oh, this is my energy that I need to be tapping into for myself. So if anyone is like, that's just what I seek from relationships. It's not actually what I am. Maybe it's both.
0: I love that. What a great point. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back to please don't skip this ad for our awesome Patreon group. <laughs> we would love to to have you guys as a part of our community we are chatting with people on our discord we have a whole second podcast over there
1: and it's a really really good time yeah if you like the vibe of the stars maybe do it you'll definitely love transits and tangents which you can find on spotify and sign up through spotify it takes you directly to patreon there are three tiers that you can choose from you could be a pop star for just three bucks it's basically a cheap diner coffee where you just get access to the discord community and you can chat with us at any point we're there day and night it's a lot and then you can get episodes five days early every week too so you can hear the episodes that come out on sunday on tuesday every week and then you can also just support the firestorm which we would love our second tier is the rock stars for 6 bucks. Consider this like a Starbucks coffee. Again, you can join us on Discord, you get early access, but you also get exclusive episodes every other week. So you get 50% access to all of the second podcast. And then our last tier, the third tier, it's our superstars, the most popular. It's only 9 bucks a month. This is like your favorite local coffee house with all the bells and whistles. You get the Discord, you get early access, and you get 100% of the exclusive episodes every week. You can also guest on an episode if you want. Uh, where we do some analysis, which we're basically talking about on Discord all the time anyway.
0: We have such a fun Discord community, such a fun Patreon community. It is really like all the all the behind the scenes chat that we get to do we talk about fun different analysis that maybe we'll do one day on the podcast but we also get to know you and that way when we're going <laughs> over the transits of the week and we're talking about the astrological weather report it's not just about us it's about you and so if you're interested in how the planets are actually affecting you on a personal level then this is really the place to join us also we just <laughs> it's a lot of chatty good times and it's a little it's a little more silly and so we got a super education of what's going on and we have silly get to know us really like we're a community over there so check us out we'd love to have you and we do have free trial going on if you'd like to dabble and see
1: what it's like yeah seven days free trial so go join us on patreon.com slash the stars made me do it and now back to the show Also, in case you haven't listened to the other Venus episodes, you can only have five sun signs with a Venus and Capricorn. So Venus is always going to be at most two signs away from the sun. So we can have Scorpio, Sag, Capricorn, Aquarius, or a Pisces sun with a Capricorn Venus. And I feel like there are so many different flavors here, obviously, but I feel like the Sag and Pisces suns with the Capricorn Venus are going to be more idealistic and might have might might veer away from that super realistic, like unfun perspective and instead be like, oh, I have really big dreams and I have the know-how to go get it. Whereas then if you have a Scorpio or Capricorn sun, there's almost a sense of being closed off and having to and having a hard exterior having boundaries and, and, and if you love someone with a Scorpio or Capricorn sun with a Capricorn Venus, it takes a little bit longer to get through that exterior and to get to their vulnerable or, you know, softer side.
0: I love that point. Yeah, because When you have a, you know, both Sag and Pisces are that mutable energy and they both have Jupiter influence and it is a, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say necessarily a softening of Capricorn Venus, but it's certainly a a lot less structured, like you said, than, Mm -hmm. than Capricorn energy. Yeah, Yeah. And even an Aquarius with a Capricorn Venus I think that there's just like there's there's an eccentricity to Capricorn to sorry to Aquarius that can't be tampered (laughs) or uh, dampened Mm -hmm. in any way. And so I feel like that. But, you know, you have that extra Saturn influence. So it's there's so many different flavors possible with this Capricorn Venus
1: yeah and i think also with like aquarius or sagittarius sun with a capricorn venus this is someone who's super independent because capricorn can be either way it can be a, a matriarch or patriarch uh, or a leader and be part of a team um or it can be extremely independent and even when you are a leader of a group you're still set apart you know there's still a sense of loneliness in a way and that is a journey for capricorn in any placement to recognize um how sufficient you are on your own which comes with you know the shadow side of dealing with loneliness and stuff like that but with aquarius and sag there's going to be more of that independent nature more shining because you know that being the sun sign we're shining light on their independence and on their uniqueness and eccentricities i said that word yeah
0: eccentricities
1: Eccentricities, yeah 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 okay eccentricities thing gives me like e-bike vibes
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like with Capricorn, there is a whole journey of, you know, kind of the it's lonely at the top, like you said, but Mm -hmm. there's also a journey of I can do it on my own. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yes, you can Capricorn can do it on its own. And when it comes to this being Venus, which is how we relate in partnerships and relationships that is a whole journey of that capricorn placement because there's a lot of the you know which i relate so much to this of the i can do it on my own it's more of the i don't need you but i want you and i think Mm -hmm. that that's something that means a lot though where we might not see that as romantic (laughs) but that means Mm -hmm. a lot because capricorn energy capricorn venus doesn't need you. They are choosing you because they are so capable on their own. And even allowing somebody in to help them is a journey in itself and is such a, I feel like it's such a high form of a compliment from a Capricorn Venus, because it's like, I'm, I'm letting you in on this project, you know, this project that Mm -hmm. is really like close to me, you know, close to my heart, I'm letting you in on it. And yeah. yeah, it's a I I want you as a part of this because I know I'm capable.
1: Yeah. It just takes time again, you know, being mm-hmm. Saturn ruled, it takes time and it take it's a longer lesson to learn. And, and that, again, like those go hand in hand, the, um, it taking a longer time to find your partner and, and then battling or. Um, overcoming feelings of loneliness during that time when you're like, why don't I have a partner yet? Or, you know, recognizing that you are enough and that you are capable um, while alone. And then to get to the point when you are in a partnership that it's not, I need you to take care of me. It's we can take care of ourselves and each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Independence in a different way from Sagittarius and Aquarius energy. It's, it's more like a capability.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to finances with Venus, obviously ruling finances, this is an extremely resourceful sign. So it can come off as very frugal, um, but it can also come off as extremely ambitious when it comes to money. And I think that this is not archetypical, but... I think that Venus and Capricorn could be very risky with their money. Like, I feel like they're trying to, they can work the system, especially when it comes to like investing, making investments. And they're doing it with a smart, you know, with an intelligence and uh, wisdom. But there is a sense of, I need to go big on this and because I can make it really big with this too. Like the resourcefulness isn't just them being frugal. It's also them recognizing opportunities for growth.
0: Yeah. And the the resourceful factor, I love that you brought that up because I literally, I just had my my Zodiac birthday party and one of my Capricorn friends who, you know, is dressing up as a Capricorn is also a Capricorn Venus. What's up, Christy? If you're listening, she was on the Capricorn episode (laughs) and she made a comment about loving costume parties and not understanding how some people just go out and buy a costume. She was like, I have what I need to make it work. Mm -hmm. I can make a costume work from what I already have. Like, I just remember that comment she made. And it was such a Capricorn Venus creativity of let Mm. me use the resources that I already have in order to make something new. And that in itself is very creative, yet maybe not something we think of as a typical creativity.
1: Yeah, creating something out of nothing, I think I think Capricorn is an extremely creative sign but we just their creativity looks different because their creativity looks like productivity to them mm-hmm, but to the, yeah. but to everybody else but to them it's like oh I'm being so creative right now which they yes. are yes yes oh great point yeah but that also brings you to the shadow side of, of Venus and Capricorn you know with Venus Tying into self-worth um, when they're not being productive or when they're not doing something and slowing down can be really hard for them and and not um and they can have a lack of self-esteem there or a low self-esteem rather.
0: Yeah, because being productive and having a goal and having a plan and putting work into it, if having that connected to your self-worth, then if you're yeah. not doing anything and you need to rest then
1: yeah it's grappling with they can be that. quite hard on themselves yeah. you know like a lazy day to them is when they only do five things off their to-do list i'm feeling called out
0: <laughs> 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 uh, well we have our Buddy Isabel M. Hickey, as per usual, if you are new here in these Venus episodes, we'll share some references from Isabel M. Hickey, Fall Bell, Sparkly Cat, and Isabel M. Hickey coming after Sagittarius Venus was kind of like... <laughs> Venus is in the domain of of Saturn now, not Jupiter, and this is totally different. And so (laughs) (laughs) which it is, it is. And so uh, where we're we're coming off of Venus and Sagittarius, which is like more is more, and let me just let me buy the thing because I like it. And then you've got Venus and Capricorn, whereas like I have a high awareness of my resources and much more stern. Yes, exactly. Awareness of my
1: resources. Yeah. Well put. Yeah. (laughs)
0: and there's also okay so from isabel and hickey there's a seriousness there's caution and there's pride that comes from Mm. this venus sign and i love that pride was brought up because we often think of that coming from leo but capricorn has so much pride it is just in their productivity in their Mm -hmm. tangible uh you know Portfolio? Yeah, I mean, they're
1: legacy builders. Yeah, exactly. Portfolio. Like they create, they're proud of what they've created and how, yes. how they've grown upwards.
0: Exactly. Yes. And so she also says that it uh, the intensified ambition and a desire for prestige and status. And that really mm-hmm. fits because there is ambition is like the Capricorn word of the... Like just the best Capricorn word, ambition. So freaking ambitious. Oh, it's a sugar goals. baby
1: vibes. Sugar baby vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, like sugar daddy, sugar baby. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is this supposed to be daddy a Saturn reference, like sugar
1: baby Venus and Alice Capricorn sparkly
0: cat? Is it a candy? Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is this a candy? You're you're so pure, Sierra. <laughs> is this a num num? <laughs> <laughs> Moving
0: on. Um, they've got ambition. <laughs> ambition and a desire for a prestige and status. And status is a huge thing. And I think that that's why a lot of Capricorn energy gets that, you know, greedy, uh, just mm-hmm. label as opposed to the ambitious and label and the prestige and status that it's earned. It's not just to have it. Yeah. That's the thing with Capricorn. That's different with the pride factor and different with that ambition factor. It's not just that like, I can put boss on my business card. It's that do you know what I had to do to become boss? Do you know
1: mm-hmm. everything that I was approving of themselves?
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. And so we also have from Isabella M. Hickey, very assured on the outside and more timid on the inside. And mm-hmm. I think that that kind of goes with that, you know, energy that we were explaining of how they, you know, I've got a business meeting in the morning, but like the grunge energy where they're, they're, they've got so much going on that they are constantly, I, I guess, keeping themselves with a really professional exterior But there's a lot going on Mm -hmm. on the inside that, I mean, anybody who's working their way to the top, you know, there's a confidence that has to come with it. But there's also there's fear there because it's something we've never done before and something that really better work out in order to preserve my name and my legacy. So there is that assured outside with a little bit more of a timid inside.
1: Yeah, like there's a knowledge of how to achieve success on the outside. But when it comes to, you know, sharing your your dreams and your emotions and and that sort of thing, there's almost a disconnection. You know, Venus and Cancer, just Cancer energy in general, is very comfortable with emotion. It's comfortable sharing emotion with those that it feels safe with. Whereas Capricorn is like emotion is not on the top uh, like the top of the list of things that I prioritize so when it comes to you know if you, you are loving someone with Venus and Capricorn and you want them to share their emotions more they just need time because yeah. they just it's not on their priority list
0: exactly yes and they also here we have the desire to shield from hurt which mm. really b- brings us to that you know the the comfortability with emotion as, and it Mm. not being on that top list. And so when we're feeling it and needing to keep up appearances of being so freaking capable that a shielding from hurt, because there is Capricorn is the least, uh, it's the sign that you would never accuse of being weak, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and there is, a desire to keep it that way it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. they're not feeling anything it means we can't show weakness and to myself to other people and remember that that feeling of you know feeling good coming from that productivity and and achieving something is the i can't (laughs) i can't let this take time I can't let this emotion and this
1: disappointment
0: or whatever hurt that I'm feeling take time away from what it is that I really need to be working on,
1: mhm, yeah, very practical standpoint,
0: yeah, and coming back to that Saturn energy with the delays that we talked about, Isabel and Mickey also says that there's disappointments in love during youth, and mm. I think that you know that that comes with that really serious. And um, responsible factor, and the serious, responsible nature of when people are—you know—I'm just thinking of like adolescent energy, like young love energy, and my heavy Capricorn placements totally re- empathize with the the Capricorn Venus placements because there's such. It's it's not playful. Let's just go on a couple dates and see what happens. And it's like, no, I've got my checklist of what I know that I need in a person. And what do you mm-hmm. mean, you fifteen-year-old adolescent boy can not you
1: know <laughs> don't fulfill that list? Don't fulfill yeah. that
0: list, you know. So it's there. There could be that disappointment with you know loved Oh, Yeah, at a also. Age
1: just with venus and capricorn being attracted to people who show wisdom or who show maturity and obviously when you're a youth you don't have a, po- a dating pool of people who show maturity and wisdom yep yeah i really hope that no teenagers just listen to me say youth and like thought i meant that seriously i was just you know schmitting it up <laughs> <laughs> the youths, <laughs> the
0: youths. <laughs> uh. Well, the last thing from Isabel and Hickey, we have that fear and selfishness must be overcome. Capricorn Venus has the strength and patience to Mm -hmm. do it. And that's something where I was sitting with this, like fear and selfishness. And I think that those words come from the ambition factor the selfishness, being like, I need to prove myself. I have things I yeah. want to achieve, and then the fear coming from fear of failure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and and so Capricorn Venus have it, but with the with like the note that I did appreciate of of all the Venuses, all right, Capricorn Venus does have the strength and patience to overcome those yeah you know, that fear and selfish because
1: it sees things in a long-term perspective you know exactly. it's like okay this like an investment or a retirement account like yes I'll invest in it now and I'm not going to see that for another 40 years but I know that it's going to be worthwhile and having that more long-term perspective and seeing things from very far away which is why again it comes across as not a very romantic sign because it's like I'm doing this for the betterment of the future. But if you're dating a Capricorn Venus and you don't have that perspective, you're like, I don't see, I don't see the effort that you're putting in.
0: Yeah. It's like, I asked for roses, not like an investment in my stock. Not seeds. (laughs) Not seeds for a (laughs) rose
1: bush. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, that's the best comparison ever. It's like you wanted roses, but I thought it would be a more sustainable long-term option if we got a rose bush. And it's
1: like, you're not wrong,
0: but <laughs> wait, I can't I'll wait the see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> this way um, I can give you roses every year kind of situation.
0: Yes. And that's something where when you see it from a loving a Capricorn perspective, Capricorn Venus perspective and also from a Capricorn Venus perspective, it is nice to know that that's where a Capricorn Venus is coming from and also mm-hmm. for the Capricorn Venus is listening, it's it's good to know that other people are not necessarily seeing things from that perspective and while the rose bush is a really great idea it's you know it's something to learn and discern when the rose like you know seeds are the right option and when the instant gratification is going to actually bring you long-term success because we are feeling motivated in that moment mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah yeah
0: so we have Alice Sparklycat Cat here, and there was a lot of great content um, from Alice Sparklycat. Cat. Again, this is coming from a loving a, a Capricorn Venus place where you know, she's writing all of this great information, but there were some really great nuggets. And so we got a good amount here. And she starts off with saying that this is the Venus of the late bloomer who wows everyone with their brilliance and ingenuity quietly later, much later. This is a Venus that takes its own time. It's a Venus that sometimes feels frustrated with the project of taking its own time, but still commits (laughs) because to hurry would mean forsaking one's integrity. Ooh, Integrity. That's Mm. a word that we should bring
1: up for sure. Yeah, like comes back to the standards. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because we're talking about Capricorn and how long term goal they are. But I think it really depends on the sun sign, too, because, you know. If because it is cardinal. And you know, cardinal signs start things, but they don't always follow through. And this here indicates that Capricorn is really always going to follow through, which is sort of what we've said this entire episode as well. But imagine a Sag sun with a Capricorn Venus. It's going to start so many projects and maybe never finish them because it gets distracted by another project. So there is an element to Venus and Capricorn that could seek instant gratification and instant success rather than having the patience.
0: Absolutely. Coming from a heavy sag cap person. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I wasn't inspired. I wasn't inspired at all
0: <laughs> by the millions of projects I have started with great intentions, yeah, but, but then not my got areas more excited. Asking, like you
1: should start wire wrapping jewelry. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally,
0: with like these 17 the projects, projects I have going on right before starting this episode. You know, you yeah. should start a new project, Sierra. And I'm like, yeah, and you know what? It would be the best one ever. And I'm gonna go buy supplies. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. So you know. but anyways (laughs) so she continues and says this is a venus that is absolutely relentless with itself it's a venus with drive and yet it's a venus that restrains itself because it understands that there is something incredibly sexy about being told to wait Ooh, this brings us back to like relationships and the dominance factor and having that um power play almost when it comes to relationships and wanting to be the one in charge but actually really appreciating when there is pushback because Capricorn does appreciate tension it appreciates that space between uh business making business deals and uh negotiation and who's gonna win this conversation
0: yes it appreciates the win when it's not Mm. it's not a given because then it's more of a win you know, in like, it's earned. Exactly. It's the same idea as the, the, you know, business promotion. If it's like, Oh, this person retired, we're giving you the job. Or if Mm -hmm. it's, Hey, there's a fight for this job for whoever's the most qualified. And, and then you prove yourself and then you get it. The satisfaction is so Mm -hmm. much more, it's so much more satisfying. So yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the, the having to wait, I love what you said there, that kind of space in between is (laughs) <laughs> really great for Capricorn. And so we also have, from Alice Barkley Cat, this is a Venus that refuses adornment. Venus in Capricorn <laughs> looks for beauty not by putting things on, but by cutting away. It wants stripped down beauty, wants barefaced beauty, and it wants to admire the sensations of its own naked skin. This is a Venus that doesn't say or do more than what is necessary. It's a Venus that doesn't need to prove itself.
1: Hmm, I think there's that's a spectrum. I think yes. that it's a Venus that shouldn't have to prove itself because it's so capable. But, you know, growing up, people are going to judge that you're not capable because you're young. And so from a young age, you are always learning to prove yourself. And as you grow older and you mature, that kind of strips away more and more. And I really appreciate the whole strip down beauty and like bare face because that's absolutely what I picture. I picture a Venus and Capricorn aesthetic as somebody who's like, I'm absolutely perfect as I am, but also with a little bit of eyeliner.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: like a dark eyeliner, <laughs> under eyeliner. Yes.
0: But I, I do think there is that that stripped down beauty because there's something about Venus and Capricorn, especially with it being earthy, but there's something mm-hmm. about it where it's like, I'm not pretending i am not playing i am it you know there's just
1: But I also see the other side where, especially as like a woman, and if you're trying to succeed in business, like, okay, I'm going to play the game, I'm going to dress up, I'm going to play the professional woman part and put on all the makeup. And I think it's almost a privilege to see Venus and Capricorn without all the makeup and to see them barefaced, like same with stripping them of their, you know, mask and their boundaries and their hard exterior. It's a privilege to get to that barefaced aesthetic. (laughs)
0: That's interesting because I guess, I guess it depends on the person because I think you're Mm -hmm. right, but I think it depends on the person and what they see as being capable. And if it is in the business world or if it is, you know, I'm, if, cause they, Capricorn Energy is rule followers. They're not the ones Mm -hmm. who are breaking the mold. They're the ones who are climbing the ladder higher and higher and higher. Following the system. Yeah, they're following the system. So whatever that system is, so maybe it is somebody who isn't naturally, you know, someone to get dressed up at all. But they are putting on the suits and they're putting on the eyeliner because they know that that is part of the deal. But I think Mm -hmm. that they, I guess I just mean, but. Like an extra flare, like Sagittarius Venus coming from yours truly is going to show up with some sparkle. Is going to show up with something, you know, with some
1: the business like, meeting with the sequin jacket. Okay, I mean, do
0: I have one in my closet? Yes, I do. So, yes. like, <laughs> you know, that that is not what you're going to get with this Venus and yeah. Capricorn. It's not. I think there's a difference between no distractions. Yeah. Yes, we're not trying to, I'm not smoking and mirroring the fact that I'm the best here. I'm coming to Mm -hmm. you as the best, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Continued on, Venus in Capricorn is a winter's Venus. During the winter, one does not indulge in preferences. One trims things down. There's something very self-sacrificial about Venus and Capricorn. Sometimes loving Venus and Capricorn is loving someone who will do it for you even when they don't want to. Someone who picks up groceries to make you dinner despite the tension in their neck after working for nine hours. Venus and Capricorn is a Venus who sees you struggle and says, let me do it for you. And that's where oh. that relentless energy is so, uh, so divine.
0: Yeah, and that's where that energy of, in comparison to the cancer energy we talked about, that you sometimes don't see the romantic nature of let me do this for you, but it really is their way of showing love because it's a recognition of you're tired, I'm tired, but I love you, and I'm going to do this thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so coming off of that, and so loving Venus and Capricorn is also loving someone who you must ask now and then, what do you need? Is loving someone, it's loving someone who doesn't know how to ask for a glass of water from a lover, someone who feels so distraught about asking for something that they can very well provide for themselves, that they shrink from it, even though asking for things you can give yourself is a profound ask for care.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm being asked to. Or I'm asking to not have to do it.
0: Yes, exactly. And that is vulnerability for a Capricorn Venus.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because it is a shying away from the proving that I can't do it, you know? Exactly, exactly.
0: And like, I, I trust you enough to do a task that I know I can do for myself. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah.
1: Lastly, there's something so quietly sexy about dependability. There's something incredibly sexy about someone who considers you in their plans, someone who shows up when they can, and someone who says no when they can't. This is why I think Venus in Capricorn is one of the most understated Venuses out there. Loving Venus in Capricorn is like finding a pillar in the wind. You can lean against Venus in Capricorn. Gosh, she's such a beautiful writer.
0: I've loved this one so much. Yeah. Uh, I really dependability is huge. And being able to lean on this person, being able to count on them. And Mm -hmm. yeah, And, and I love the line, there's something so quietly sexy about dependability. And I think that that goes back to the maybe Venus and Capricorn finding, you know, love later in life or having those delays. Because when you're 15, you know, when you're 13, whatever, the dependability is not what many people in just adolescent life are seeking. But then as we Mm -hmm. grow older and realize like priorities change with age and there is something quietly sexy about dependability that everything this person says they're going to do, they do, they show up on time. They're, you know, providing me with, you know, uh, you know, they're here to help make dinner. They're here to do whatever those things. There is something with that dependability that is such a, I just a great Venus and Capricorn quality that I think it's appreciated as we grow older.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So we forgot to do it for Venus and Sag, but I looked up some celebrities with Venus and Capricorn. And honestly, they are some of the most successful celebrities there are. It. I was Love like it. amazed. I was like, are we sure this is a list of Venus and Capricorn celebrities or just a list of all the celebrities that we know? So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like amazed. Okay. So starting off, we've got Scarlett Johansson.
0: Brad Pitt, which I must say Scarlett Johansson and Brad Pitt are both my birthday twins. Both of them.
1: yes yes they are (laughs) um we have britney spears like talk about legacy oh my god and alicia keys yeah another like i mean she's amazing we've got james dean elvis presley i know also, let's talk about Tyra Banks because talk about like ruthless when it comes to aesthetic. Like, oh now having come onto the other side of America's Next Top Model and seeing just how absolutely insane and unemotional or um, very transactional in the yes. way that she was like, nope, this is what is beautiful. And I understand that it's not just, you know, she was part of a much larger problem of society, blah, blah, blah. We know. I know. Yeah. I talk about it all the time. But Tyra <laughs> Banks was definitely the face of yes. ruthless when it comes to beauty and aesthetic.
0: Yes. A transactional is such a good word for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Like, are is this just a list of the most successful people? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. Literally. Like, these are people whose art and whose music and creations live on. You yes. know, that they will Legacy. live longer than their bodies will live. Absolutely. Skeleton. We got, <laughs> coming off of that, Ben Stiller, who I would say <laughs> is exactly that. But I feel like Ben Stiller is an, I, we all know. We, I mean, and we'll all always know. So good. Um, yeah. Julianne Moore. She has always been on my list of favorite actresses. So yeah. to me, she's a really big deal. I love her. I love, um, I actually love the characters that she plays are quite transactional or learning how to incorporate emotion into their decision making or you know it or feeling disconnected but immersed in emotion. I just I love her as an she's actress. she's definitely got a um an aesthetic of Venus and
0: Capricorn like when I think about it.
1: Yeah. 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 Something about freckles and like yeah. that barefaced comment I don't know, like, because I was thinking about um Pas Vega from Spanglish and like something about the freckles gave me such, I don't know, Venus and Capricorn vibes. Uh Okay, next up we've got Miley Cyrus. Damn, yeah. Again, the success. Yep, legacy. And,
0: oh, you know, no biggie, just Steve Jobs. Casual.
1: <laughs> yeah, casual. The guy who ran a business from his garage and then made millions upon millions and billions of dollars. Yeah. So those are the celebrities with Venus and Capricorn. It's just kind of fun to see all of their names in one place and be like, oh, so this is how Venus and Capricorn. Yeah. And also, I mean Capricorn rules the public. And like if we think about Capricorn and Tent House, like that's such a celebrity place. And so of course we have celebrities with meaningful Capricorn placements. Absolutely.
0: Well, I'm excited to hear about a questionnaire.
1: Yeah, and I will say that the Venus and Capricorn people did not have time for this questionnaire. So we didn't get as many people (laughs) who filled this one out. But there are some interesting answers here. So if you don't know, and this is your first Venus episode, we have a questionnaire over on Google. Um, You could check it out in the link in our Instagram bio which we forgot to plug our socials anyway we're professionals Uh, but we have this questionnaire you can fill it out and uh, we use that data for these episodes so when it comes to the core values for Venus and Capricorn our top answer uh, when it comes to relationships for Venus and Capricorn our top answer is humor oh my god I love that yeah, and I'm like, was I it Sagittarius that Capricorn like like needs to let blow off some <laughs> <No>. <laughs> steam? Yeah, literally. Maybe it's no, just like but... needing to blow off some steam, and like everything is so serious that when they have a relationship where they can just laugh and you know enjoy, indulge in humor, there's sort of that release.
0: You know, I was thinking because in our Venus and Sage episode, you mentioned how you thought that acts of service could be a great love language for a Sagittarius Venus because they Mm -hmm. have a tendency to not take care of those things. I feel like in the same way here, a Venus in Capricorn appreciating humor because as somebody, as a Capricorn moon married to a Gemini moon, I so appreciate, even though sometimes it's hard, I so appreciate the lightness and the silliness that can mm-hmm. get my heavy moon a little bit, you know, up off the ground. Yeah. And so It takes I really, you out of
1: your own element a little bit.
0: Exactly. It gives you like a breath of fresh air. So I love that this Venus sign is appreciative of humor because it it makes things more enjoyable. And when things are more enjoyable, then we can get more things going, you know?
1: yeah yeah and then of course no surprise here the second top answer for core value in relationships is reliability yep yeah yeah when we got to love language our top answers were touch and quality time so very much like touch is very sensorial which is earthy makes sense quality time i thought interesting because it quality time to me is like okay let's slow down we're not going to pay attention to all the things that need to get done and we're just going to focus on reconnecting
0: Hmm, Yeah, I think, I think it's more like, or I don't know, I think it could come down to that. I don't need you. I want you factor. Mm -hmm. And if I, if you're the person that I'm choosing to have in my life, I want us to be doing things together. Like I'm here for a partnership. I'm here for a relationship, not so that, you know, it's, it's anything less than An important person in my life
1: yeah yeah when it comes to how responsible versus impulsive you are with finances we actually leaned a little bit towards impulsive really yeah yeah so that's why i'm like okay maybe they are a bit of
0: risk takers that's interesting because i guess did you see the movie tetris Mm -mm. i highly recommend i've seen the game tetris it's all
1: about the game.
0: Highly recommend it. Uh-huh.
1: Game stresses me out, but okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the I, I can't remember the exact astrological details, but I just remember that the main character reminded me so much of my dad. And it was like all Sagittarius Capricorn energy, but it was Capricorn energy. And um, it's based off of a real story. And it's the person who uh, kind of got the rights to tetris and it was somebody who created it it was in russia and anyways it was you know a very risky situation where they had to go to russia and they had to you know get these game rights so that the united states or it wasn't even the united states it was all different countries around the world it was nintendo could have the rights to to have the game Hmm. tetris it was this it was very cool but there was so much of the capricorn plus a little bit of sad energy but the risk factor of this is big reward if I take a big risk and also not taking that risk isn't an option because I am so sure about it that there there's almost like I could never be satisfied with anything less we need to go in all the way for this because I want the full reward from it
1: yeah yeah you have to take a leap in order to go for big goals or big ambitions yes um what are Venus and Capricorn most likely to splurge on groceries oh god that's so it's just
0: so on point so, so sad brand yeah <laughs> like, but also we maybe got the nice quality cheese.
1: groceries yeah, yeah.
0: exactly
1: <laughs> yeah. got the nice cheese <laughs> uh core That's values so i thought real. this was really interesting <laughs> i got so many people who wrote in answers and so many of them were phrases um but the top answer i'll say first was transparency a lot of people wrote in something that seemed or was exactly transparency and i love okay. that for not trying to bullshit you know yeah. Capricorn doesn't try and bullshit around
0: yeah that goes for the whole like i'm not
1: smoking mirrors in anything like exactly. this is what it is yeah yeah Um, Some other things that people wrote in were holding myself to certain standards, treat others how you want to be treated. And this I thought was interesting was take care of what is yours. Oh, responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Responsibility. Um, Creative activities for Venus and Capricorn. Top answers are nature and reading. But some other fun answers were being productive, like we had mentioned earlier, Um, brainstorming, grounding. I like that. Like, yeah letting the juices flow yeah what are they most likely to overindulge in this was the most interesting answer and i kind of wanted to hear it out loud getting love and affection from people without setting boundaries to respect my alone time oh okay okay there's a lot to unpack there
0: okay can we say it (laughs) one more time because i think i know what i want to say
1: Okay. Getting love and affection from people without setting boundaries to respect my alone time.
0: This is what I'm feeling like this is, is that you not, you don't want to ask for affection. Mm -hmm. You want somebody to kind of force it on you a little bit Mm -hmm. where, you know, it's the, I don't want to have to be like, I want to be alone right now. I really want you to, to understand that I want your love without me having to look weak by asking to have your love.
1: Mm, but then I also think what I guess I'm confused, but without setting boundaries to respect my alone time.
0: Yeah, because I think that Capricorn wants, you know, is very, it's very compartmentalized. And and does need to have the I don't know. Mm. It just seems like very capable. I this is things that I need to do for me. And this is I don't even need to put anything into place of, you know, it's a privilege to get to to spend all this time with me. I don't have to put any sort of
1: distance between the two of us. Yeah, I guess I could see the sign being super hot or cold, like it yeah. either is very affectionate or it's like, oh, my God, please don't touch me right now.
0: Yep. I can absolutely see. I really feel like that would depend on the sun sign too, because it's like, yeah, I've got way too much going on. Like it's, it's, it's not productive for me to give you a hug right now or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or like, you know, for a, with a Pisces yeah. with a Capricorn Venus is like, it is productive yeah. for me to get this hug right now because it's going to fill me with good yeah. feels.
1: Yeah. 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 So style slash aesthetic, our top the answer was casual slash chill, which I wonder if it's what they think is casual chill. Yeah. But to everybody else, it's like you're literally wearing a pantsuit right now. I was going to say you're wearing a blazer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I got a couple people who wrote in practical for the occasion. So it makes sense. Yeah. they have They have the compartmentalized outfits for each situation.
0: I could absolutely see... Venus and Capricorn being like the front runners of we're bringing fucking pockets back in dresses. Mm -hmm. Like, if I've got to go to this gala event, where am I supposed to put my cell phone? Because I need to be able to take this call. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I'll end it with this. You know, at the end, there's always like, do you have any extra comments that you feel like sharing. And this is what someone wrote in the fact that I have a strong need to feel loved and struggle a lot with loneliness. Even there are many people around who love me. Sometimes I can't see that and I struggle when I am feeling out of balance with myself. This is when you feel the loneliness and search for external love validation. So mm-hmm. we kind of get into that loneliness, um, but also wanting to be open wanting to soften and to ask for love and to ask for affection.
0: I really, really get that, and I know it's it's coming from a Capricorn moon place, not a Capricorn Venus place, but there is such a feeling of being, I don't know if it's being weak, but it's, it's not being comfortable with vulnerability, which... That's the nature Mm -hmm. of vulnerability. But at the same time, when it comes to opening up, and I also think that Capricorn energy, at least I felt this from a moon perspective, is that people assume that Capricorn energy have their shit together at all times. And Mm -hmm. I've had to explain this to the really close people in my life where I'm like, if I'm asking you for help, I'm at a level so high right now that i i crossed it and and needed to rely on somebody else. This isn't mm-hmm. a hey, could you help me out because it would be easier for me. It was i have gone through everything possible to do this on my own and now i'm in a panic if i'm coming to you asking for help, yeah. so please understand that this is me being vulnerable and i i need you to get that this is a big deal and i think that that yeah. can be hard from, you know, that that person's experience that you shared where it's like, no, I was being open and sharing my feelings. You don't understand how big of a deal it was for me to share even that little bit that I did. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So there you have it. There's Venus and Capricorn.
0: Yeah. And it's going to be interesting. It's not happening. Like if you're listening to this in a timely fashion, when this episode comes out, Venus is not in Capricorn, but it's, Mm. it's going to be interesting. You know, when Venus does go into Capricorn and we see, what that feels like as a collective because again even if you don't have this natal placement all of these energies you know will be happening when venus is in capricorn and maybe we mm-hmm. will find ourselves being a little more driven and ambitious and having some more practicality to our creative projects and you know and valuing a lot more of those i guess love languages that are that dependability
1: yeah Yeah, reliability. Exactly. Thank you guys for listening. Go make sure you check us out on Instagram and TikTok at the Stars Made Me Podcast. Go check out our Patreon at patreon.com/slash the Stars Made Me Do It. We've got a whole second podcast there. If you didn't skip the ad, then you heard all about it. If you did skip the ad, that's fine. I do that too, but go listen to it next time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's really great. You'll know. You'll know when Venus goes into Capricorn because we will
1: talk about it when it happens. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So thanks for listening, guys. I hope that was helpful. And Sierra, why did we talk about Venus and Capricorn today? Because the stars made us do it.